Wait, what's it called? The Ebony Mac Show. It's a podcast. <laughs> what? Yo, 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 yo. We're back. I'm not gonna annoy you like my homie from. Oh, Charlemagne. <laughs> I love Charlemagne though. Yeah, that that is annoying. It's annoying when you were just watching it. He is one of my top favorite. He's in my top three favorite journalists of all time. I'm talking about black people because that's really all I care about. But yeah, hey, it's not all you care. You like uh, what's her face? Uh, what was her name? Kitty Kurt. I did like her, but my thing is I never patterned anything after. No, you don't pattern nothing after. Anyway, we're not gonna jump in. And Barbara Walters. Shh. I think all black people like Barbara Walters. Say hi to your audience. I. We did you say hi? Hi. What's up? It's Harmony Lenore. How y'all doing? And Mike J. I whispered. It's Harmony. Harmony. Harmony like the grits? No, Harmony with an I. Harm- but I'm just high. That's not how you just said it. Anyway, back to what we was talking about. Which was? Your favorite journalist. Yeah. Well, People in broadcast, because I don't know if they were all... What is it called? Broadcast broadcast journalism. journalism. Um, So, yeah. Charlemagne is in my top three. So, but he's extra sometimes. All the time, he's extra. I mean, he starts to show off extra. But guess what? You know why I love him? Because as annoying as he is, sometimes he stands on his word. And some, I'm gonna say he lets his voice be heard pretty much all the time. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. For Charlemagne. Yeah. Pretty much. All he stands the time. on his word. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say he's not too tall, so. Nah, he's short. Yeah, but he he, he one of the greatest. He's from South Carolina. You know, whoop, whoop. Which is great in the Palmetto State, mm. even though it's racist as hell, but. Mm. Black people are great. A lot of the white people are. Yeah. Some of the white people are. Most of y'all. Who are you talking to? The racist white people in South Carolina. My home state. Are they listening to the damn Ebony Masha? Eventually they will. Um, Okay. (laughs) Just like everybody else. Eventually you will. Yes, and if you have not already, please make sure you like, share, invite your friends, join Download, in on the conversation. Tell your friends. All tell that your good mama, stuff. Your daddy. You know what? Bam, just like that. Your grandma, <laughs> your aunts, your uncles. Yeah. Your cousins, nieces, nephews. Anyway, the last show that we just talked about, we just talked about the state of unrest. The state of America. That America is in. So, um, Today, I just kind of wanted to talk about, like, people's, our emotions outside of this. Like, we already had so many pressures and things like that. Um, how, I asked last week how you all are doing. Um, now, I want to know what call to actions um, have our listeners taken. I know we had the opportunity to take a call to action. Um, and we did hit the street. For a very different kind of yeah. gathering. It's not like what we usually do. No, we hit the street though too, but this time we were very Took a different approach. Why do you think that is? Mm. 
I believe is because we knew like in our minds even though our hearts were hurt Mm -hmm. we knew that they were going to get this part of the whole ordeal right because they had no choice but to arrest all of them yeah it would have been unrest would not even been a good word if they didn't do that that's what I'm saying like so I think us consciously knowing Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. we was like hmm we kind of know what's going to happen. So we're going to show our support like we always do. But we're going to do it in a different way this time. But like I told you, and I've been telling you from the beginning of this. Hmm. If they don't get convicted, I feel sorry. Are you still, and I didn't mean to cut you off, did I cut you Mm-mm. off? I don't know, but uh, I'm still not surprised, but... For once, I can say I see maybe a glimpse of hope. That's what I'm saying. Like I, that's I, I'm like ah man, but I'm, you, you like I think oh, well I know it's a lot of bad people that's like they not gonna do shit. My thing is don't become. I don't want them to become complacent and do shit like you know. Right now it's because we want shit to get back to regular. Yeah, but we, that's why I, I hope they understand. Like this is not gonna get back to. The new normal, because it's gonna have to change again. I'm still seeing little pockets of protesters, like just yeah, they peacefully though. Nobody is getting out of control. Nobody, but not I, around here. The other day, I seen two people stand on the side of the road. I thought the mugs was homeless. Nah, I they holding they, up sides and <laughs> every, like everywhere you look, it's like it might be a small five people all of them standing on the side of the road holding up signs. I swear, burp, burp. I had locked my dog on doors. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, there ain't no homeless person. They got the. I was like, dirt, dirt, blow the horn <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just seeing them everywhere. Um, I had that, like, great, great realization that it kind of gives me, I don't know, I kind of feel good when I see it. But then I go to certain places and I get pissed off yeah. when I'm like, y'all didn't take a proper stand and then I'm like well, what, is, say, the what is the proper stand you know? but like we, like you said the last show at least at least they're taking a stance because it's a lot of people not saying nothing oh yeah just super silent and I think um, silence is an answer I had to learn that it's an answer for for most of the people you were thinking about, like, eh, I knew they was a racist. Mm-hmm. But then it makes you kind of want to inquisitive about, hmm, I thought you was. Let me find out. But then that lets you, that, that shows that everybody makes some kind of um, judgment or some kind of um, perception call when you see somebody. Because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure, like, if you, if you. <clears throat> If somebody has like a close friend mm-hmm. that's not saying anything, and they like, okay, let me see where their head is at, because you may find out like that person is like, I don't know what to say, or what but to do. But do you think not knowing what to say is 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 an answer? I mean, it's a start. Not know by saying maybe by saying I don't know what to say. That's what I'm saying when that's what I'm saying when you when that person asks you like why. Haven't you 
like done or said like the tiniest little thing about because they're like I like when we had oh what's her name in in black studies hmm. the uh, the white girl oh I know who you're talking about I she knew her she knew her stuff though but that's because she she learned it all that one semester because remember before she was like she never I've never she was from, heard nothing like this before she never life. seen a black person yeah that was weird to be in college in our were we in our 30s yes, yes. we were in our 30s going to university using our GI Bill from the military and to be in college with people and it's like this is the first time they ever, ever seen, seen a white person in 18, in 18 years on the earth Going to college was the first time she ever saw black people. But you said seeing white. There were some kids from Chicago that, that never ever really interacted with white people. Yeah, it's because they. Let's see, Chicago, you know, they's different. Them Negroes will never leave their side of town. Some of them. That's what I'm saying. Some of them will never leave just to go downtown and that's it. Yeah. I go to whatever side I want to go to. I just feel like it's about energy. Like, we've always talked about. That's the thing. We know people from all parts yeah. of Chicago. I think everywhere I have ever been, I try to be, I try my best to be genuine with my approach and genuine mm-hmm. with my energy. And I'm always um, trying to like scope and scan the room and I'm, I try to be observant, mm-hmm. but I've never had a problem going anywhere. Like we've oh, no. moved and we've moved to places and our family is like, don't move there. That's a super racist KKK place. And okay, we'll keep ahead on the swivel. I, right, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I hear you, but at the same time, if, if me going there was a part of whatever my bigger picture was, that couldn't stop me yeah. from getting to where I needed to be in my journey. I knew that I needed to go to a smaller market mm-hmm. so that I can get my name out there, you know, like as a journalist and as a writer. But once I got down there, I was like, hey, Valdosta. Yeah, I was like, what are these people talking about? I love it here. Yes. Like, I was pleasantly surprised because our plan was to go to Valdosta and, and then visit. Visit and then move to, like, Marietta or somewhere, like, up by Atlanta. No, we ended up staying. And to me, I saw a different side of the South. Um, I did still see division. Let me, let me oh, make yeah. that. Very, of course, very, you see it like clear. literally when they say on the other side of the tracks in Valdosta, yeah, that's what it means. It what they say is what it means. They literally black people live on the other side of the track, and everybody on both sides of the coin are still antiquated in their thoughts, mm-hmm. and they still are kind of like stuck in their ways. And so, they had kind of when I moved there to get the job, they had kind of like vetted me already. Like, ooh, she coming from the big city. St. Louis is not a big city. It really is not. But I love St. Louis. But I love it. Um, But to them, they were like, you know, kind of like, who is she? What is this girl? And after like a couple weeks on the job, I remember very clearly, it wasn't a white person that came to me. It was a black person who sat on the city council or, I don't know, he was on some board or something. He was, he was... A black person. What did you say? Title. He was a pastor or something. I can't remember. Didn't remember. That's when we went to the Martin Luther King. Uh, and we ran into him, and he wanted to like talk to me. Yeah. Anyway, he came to me and was like, "Don't bring that. Uh, <laughs> don't bring that no up north." 
What did I forget? It was I something. I can't remember what he said, but pretty much it boiled down to like. Don't bring that shit down here. Don't bring that city shit down here. Because the, right before I moved there, I was in college still. And so we had just done a, um, a walkout on campus. That was amazing. It wasn't a walkout. Shut down campus. Okay, we shut down campus <laughs> and we had kind of like a protest. And so for me, I didn't realize that that was a big thing. Um, we did go in the newspaper. There was mm-hmm. a few people that interviewed us, but I just thought it was my bad. I thought it was local. And so once I realized that the people in Valdosta had looked at me, mm-hmm. And looked at the newspaper clips. They had even looked looked at the stuff that I wrote for the newspaper I worked for. Oh, the Alesto. The Alesto. Shout out to y'all. You know, I learned a lot at the Alesto. 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 I don't know. It's an ugly name, but it is. A, but it's it's a cool reason why the name is what it is. But it's an ugly name. And if y'all haven't listened to us before, again, we bounce around a lot. I'm just a little bit spastic in my talk. But, but you're gonna love it, so. You already do. You didn't listen this damn long. But this is for the new people. <laughs> and them too. They didn't listen to what? How many minutes into this? What? Anywho, I forgot what I was saying. You were talking about the man. I forget his name. Telling you not to bring that. Yes, he was telling me like, don't bring that mess down here. You come and you do. You write your news. You write. You write your stories. But. But don't bring that rah rah down here. But in him saying that. He didn't know that the stuff was about to kick off. I mean, it didn't kick off like protesting and rioting and stuff. But black people now, because of the whole thing with Kendrick Johnson, mm-hmm. they like, nah, something don't, something ain't adding up here. Yeah, yeah, that was something ain't right. That was interesting to be close to. And then they had the stuff that happened at Valdosta State with them. Uh, what was he doing? Stumping on the flag. Stumping on the flag. Then they had the thing. Then the white the, lady came and tried to grab it. And yeah, they had the whole concealed carry thing on on camp. You know, it was a lot of stuff. But the good thing about it, it was so much. Um, even though there was so much division, mm-hmm. there was division, right? Mm-hmm. As a people, like they supported small business. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so many small mom and pop stores entrepreneurial kind of stores but i saw white people shopping in black stores mm-hmm. black i saw black up. people shopping in white stores and yep. yes you knew they was redneck as fuck but, but it was mostly the food though because you know in the south white people cook different in the south than they do everywhere else oh yeah i don't ever have to ask for no seasoning in <laughs> georgia or south carolina or nothing you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't. But then I also noticed that girls raised in the South are curvier and fuller. Yeah, even white girls. Y- you know? Yeah, so, but. But where'd they learn that from? Slaves. I mean, <laughs> I just think that through food, though, present day, through food, what I saw down there that connected people that would not normally break bread bread together yeah you know so i don't know but back to valdosta yes i don't think they know it but having valdosta state like right there Mm -hmm. is a good thing because where does change happen at change 
college campuses? College campuses were a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of things. And if you look at stuff, um, at the legalities of it, I don't remember exactly what it is right now, but it was that damn history class, which I could not... I, that oh, class damn. gave me hell. Dr. Hicks. That class oh, media gave, law, though. Media law. It gave me hell, but that's the one that keeps popping yeah, back up the most. in my daily life. But um, there's levels. And so, like, certain kinds of institutions have more privacy or more rights and so the and i don't remember exactly what it's called right now i need to find out but a college university has more like rights to speak their ground like to speak their voices and stand their ground and a lot of legislation and a lot of policy has been changed i think it has to be that way because you got so much diversity coming not even Mm -hmm. saying diversity as in ethnicity but with just the way different people live and think Mm -hmm. And do stuff, so what it got to be a little more. Yeah, yeah. You know where they can move a little more freely. I don't know. I think that. I think that um, over time, once we get to move more freely outside of the college setting, mm-hmm. and you like now in the real world, everybody goes through this like this shocking moment or this shocking. Thing and it's like I gotta do this now like I gotta accept all people and I think for us as black people we move freely to some degree as much as we can no 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 I don't think let me rephrase this we don't move freely but we have to de- we have to deal with all kinds of people no, we move freely within the parameters that we're allowed to move within Ooh, I don't like the way that sounds, but you're right. But we are, though. That's the but thing. we are in parameter. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? As much as I want to be like, no, I'm fight free, system, whatever. No, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, people say, I'm a free thinker. You're a free thinker as much as you're allowed to be a free thinker. Yeah, because there's so many. Because when people start to get too free, what happened to them? They just disappear. Or yeah. They die at, all of a sudden of some illness. So they get assassinated, <clears throat> you know? I don't know. Anyway, I really think that today was good for us mm-hmm. because we are able to um, just talk about what we're feeling. It's feel like a vent session, kind of like just to get it out. And I think we all need to do that sometimes. So find you some space, find you some time to sit down like I have you. So it's easy. But you may not have a spouse not that's so. with you or you might be at your house alone or whatever. But I go in my car. That's like my favorite place. And I literally will vent to myself. People may think I'm crazy, but I'll talk. I'll cuss people out. <laughs> I in make your faces. Car. In my car. I'll be making faces. At yourself. Hand gestures. At yourself. It's self-care. <laughs> Uh, I guess that could be a form of self care. It's, it's self care. Because you're not getting tension and stuff built all up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I guess so. I don't know. Taking care of your temple. Have you been taking care of your, your temple? I've been trying to. Better than I was before. What have you done differently? When I feel myself like getting down. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, if you listen to season one, you know, we both deal with 
depression and anxiety and PTSD. Yes. But when I now when I feel myself like getting down, mm-hmm. I try to start saying affirmations to myself. Okay. Do you think it'll help to do them? Here's my thing: routine. I start or breathe. I do my mind for breathing because you can do that just walking. Yeah, breath is so important. I'm sure it's a lot, a lot of people, though. I think I said this on the last episode. Like, they found out that their breath is not working. <laughs> like, and all them times, they was talking about, nah, what is this, man? Nah, you can't. No, you really can't. Because I'm sure it was a lot of people at home. They wasn't going nowhere. They wasn't brushing their teeth. So that's... Mm. But see, now that people can move around a little more, and it's still some people not being at work or not mm-hmm. going to work mm-hmm. then that's when they're going to notice it because it's like alright I smelled it in the store now I smell it at home yeah <laughs> I don't know but breath is important we're not talking about stink breath but that is important too brush teeth yes. take care of your mouth go to the dentist you guys find a black dentist support a black dentist white people find a black dentist support them yeah everybody find, find a, black a black dentist, dentist. <laughs> Find a black doctor. Find a black lawyer. Everybody. Support black business. Anyway, I just really appreciate each and every one of y'all who listen to us, who rock with us. Yes. Um, we do know these are unprecedented times. I keep hearing that everywhere. But it's history in the making. It's history in the making. And so, as we go out there and make history, you make a call to action. You decide what you're going to do. And we all have a front row seat. We, well, man, sir, King, yes, we do. <laughs> but, um, man, that was it. We got a front row seat. So don't complain about you didn't see it. You didn't want to see it. You didn't want to see it. So choose what your call to action is. You can't be in 15, 20 years. I missed. No, you didn't miss it. You mm. didn't want to see it. You didn't want to see it. You didn't want to. Do something. And you don't got to compare your stuff to the next person. Nah, man. Do your stuff in silence. Yeah. Nobody got to know what you're doing. You want to go protest? Just go protest. Yeah. You feel like setting some shit on fire? <laughs> do it. If you feel you need to set that on fire. And when we say set up, don't set your house on fire, your neighbor's house on fire, nothing like that. Make something impactful. Do a government building. <laughs> Listen, disregard all that. That was straight shenanigans. Go to jail for your calls. <laughs> I ain't said none of that. Nah, those views are not shared by anybody or believed by anybody. So please. So if you want to jump into like how to how to know dog Please. Nobody believes in that. Nobody does. But we believe in what we're doing. Yeah, I definitely I like to move with purpose on purpose. So find you a purpose. Um, figure out what you what you care about. What, what pisses yeah. you off? You know. What do you want to see changed? And that's what's gonna keep the momentum going. Right now, don't let all this unrest. Don't let all this shit that people out here doing. All these people that's out here lifting their voice. We have to continue to step on their neck until they make change. Yeah. We need to continue to lynch the system because the system has lynched us for so long. Like we said last time, we hate to say it, but we got to keep our knee on their necks. 
Keep your knee on their neck until they change for everybody. And again, I say, yes, all lives do matter. But until black lives but it, matter. That's it. If you believe all lives matter, then you should be out there. Then you should be out there with everybody. the cause. You feel me? So. You believe blue lives matter? You need to be out there protesting because there's a lot of black policemen. Listen, I'm not a part of the blue lives matter. But I'm saying, but if you, if you feel that way, it's still a lot of black policemen out there. That go through the same stuff that we, the regular civilians go through. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying I go along with that, but... I, I plead the fifth on that one. But, um... <laughs> I don't want to talk about the pofeds. Um, I just really am grateful. Pofeds, that's police and federalis. All in one. That's what I call all police. Pofeds. There you go, guys. The pofeds are going to get me. Oh, you see them sitting up there? As soon as we drive by and they see daddy's dreadlocks, I'm pretty sure they're going to pull us over. Oh, I was right. There they go. Y'all have no idea how many times as a family we go through that scenario. Oh, did you make eye contact with him? Oh, my gosh. And Jaden do the same thing every time. He... Here we go. Like, <laughs> it's, it's become like... And the thing about it, don't never get a warning. Don't never get anything. Yeah, we all... The last two or three times we've been just let go. And I don't even recall um, even giving them my registration or my... No. The last few times we got pulled over, I don't remember them even asking for that. Like, the last time... I got a ticket mm-hmm. was mm. do, 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 do. going to school one day remember oh on the interstate yeah man we I was, was fly- I'm about to say cause she was late for class <laughs> that was unreal like I should have got a ticket do y'all know when I was scared in Georgia on the interstate when the state trooper pulled me over oh. And I got he got off that doggone car and his belly was big. Nah, my man came to the car, said his whole his whole name and ID number and his badge number. And he what got him was because he came flying off the exit ramp and he almost passed us because she was slowing down to pull over. Once I seen him, so here's the thing: my daughter had a field trip, and we thought we was late. We thought we was late, but the bus hadn't even left yet. So I, once I passed him, I like he was up above. I was going. He could have took my license that day. Yeah, you was floating. <laughs> I was floating, and so I seen him as soon. Why am I gonna keep going? And I already know he coming to get me. Like I he was knew surprised because he, he came flying off that off ramp. I knew he was coming <laughs> to get me because when I, I mean, looked, the on ramp, not the off ramp. When I looked at the uh, speedometer, I was like. I was like, Mike, we might not make it to the field trip. <laughs> I thought I was going to jail that day. Okay. And so, like, whoa. <laughs> I seen him coming, but he knew the rate of speed I was going. So, he didn't... Ex- he already picked that up anymore. Okay, coming off of that ramp. Heck yeah. <laughs> he assumed that I was going to run. I had put that, pulled that mug over, put my blinkers on. His- I think he had to like almost he- reverse. No, he uh when he stopped, he slid a little bit. He like shh, and that like, scared me. And then he had to get over right behind you. Listen, that 
scared me. I knew I was going fast, but when he skid, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and so when he came, he was. I told well, he him he was nice as hell. I told him I was like, look. That's what we both were like. This is the best experience we had with a police officer ever. And he was like, he looked shocked. In southern Georgia? Come on now. He looked like he was shocked. That was the one of the best experiences I had with oh, a yeah. cop anywhere. Ever in my life. And I was kind of a little bit nervous. So I'm like, I know where I'm at. Like, no, and he told you exactly what to do. He said, you go here, you go here, you pay this, pay this, you good. And he showed up to court that day and they... <laughs> I think they ended up dropping They reduced it, didn't they? They reduced it, and then they took it. I was supposed to get points or some shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't get no points, but anyway, that I was scared that day. Oh, yeah. I feel like I, every day I'm not scared when I get pulled over, but because sometimes I'll, I want, I'm one of them people who I'd be questioning them. Yeah. So I've learned to pull back from that. Um, in dealing with the police, I've learned to observe my thoughts <laughs> before they even get to the car. I got to be on top of my thoughts. I just because I know it. No matter what I'm doing, or if I know I'm not doing nothing, mm-hmm. and the police get behind me, like I just get nervous. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I see you on the road, I just like, <sighs> yeah. Not even do nothing every time. Well, listen, I found a quote. It's a perfect way to segue out. Um, Take us home. <laughs> as black people, we all know what that feeling is to have a police officer behind us. That lump in your throat. Mm-hmm. That uneasy feeling. Mm-hmm. That am I going to make it home today? That what bullshit are they going to be talking to me about gonna... this time? Yeah. So the quote that I found says, your calm mind is the weapon against your challenges so relax and so that's the quote i want to leave you today is keep your keep keep your mind as calm as you can as you can and make it home safe take a chill pill (laughs) Nike sling (laughs) yes so make it home safe and fight the battle afterwards all right yep that that's what i learned from your mama she was like you make it home We'll fight it later. Yeah. But right now, with the unrest happening, use this momentum. All right? Keep your mind calm. And learn the laws, too. Learn your laws. Read. Find out about your county and them ordinances and shit. All right? Find out who your elected officials are. Find out how many votes they got to get them in, and then you run. Let's start changing some policies around here. All right? Maybe that's what we talk about next next time. But in the meantime, in between time, I thank you guys for being here. Peace, love, and blessings from your girl Harmony Lenora. Peace out, y'all. We love you. Power to the people. <laughs>